0: Hey, it's Heidi Dawson, and this is Wednesday Wisdom, where I interview wildly successful people from across the world, where we get an inside view into what their daily life looks like. Success leaves clues, and on Wednesdays, we're finding them. Join me now for the latest wildly successful interview. Hi, guys. Welcome to the 43rd episode of the Wildly Successful Lifestyle podcast and welcome to Wednesday Wisdom. Today, my guest is someone that has helped transform transform so many women's lives, including mine. She's a certified personal trainer and fitness nutrition specialist. Her passion for helping women reach their goals is so apparent and she does it in such a loving, thoughtful way she truly lives her passion. So let me introduce you to Jen. Hi, Jen. Hi, Heidi. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so I'm just so excited to have you here because health and mindset go hand in hand, and I know that you have that exact same mindset. Um, in fact, it's part of your mission statement, right? Absolutely. Yes, and I love the holistic approach that you take to health and fitness. Um, it seemed like nutrition and health when I worked with you they just danced so seamlessly and that's why when I was wanting to do something with nutrition I thought of you first because you 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 work with both and so many times I think someone is really really good at fitness and someone is really really good at nutrition but with you I just was like oh my goodness the whole it's the whole package so um I'm I'm excited and thank you for taking time. Thank you for having me on. <laughs> Good. Well, I'm. You. We talked about how this it works. It's speed round, so we try to get as much information quickly so that everyone can can get this on their drive to work or to the grocery store. So yeah. Um, the first question is one that I love to ask everybody because I always want to know what successful people do in the morning. <laughs> so what do you have a set morning routine and what is it? I do, and it's not
1: super glamorous, but Um, I'm typically up for work at 5am and I actually recently just switched my routine. I used to get up, sit and have coffee, um, maybe listen to a meditation or look at some, you know, affirmations, not good at journaling, but that was kind of my routine. Try to avoid scrolling on social media, but I can't promise that always doesn't happen. But recently I'm still getting up at five and I felt like I'm doing better, just getting right up. I have a big like, 20-ounce glass of water, room-temperature water with sea salt and lemon, and I take that with me in the bathroom. I get ready. I shower, get ready for the day, and then after that, I get ready for my clients for the morning, prepare their workouts, get the gym set up. And then I'll come in and get like my water ready. I'll get my protein shake, which I have for breakfast ready, get everything ready. Cause I'll be training for hours straight, basically through lunchtime. So I don't get any breaks once I get started. Wow. Um, And then once that's all done, if I have maybe 10 to 20 minutes left, I will either sit outside with a cup of decaf and just kind of chill and mentally prep for the day, kind of visualize my day in my head, or I'll go in the gym, and do some stretching and mobility work and some breath work. And just, again, it's just, I need a little bit of time to myself to prepare for my day and my clients so I can be my best.
0: Yeah. That's so good. You know, I find, um, that it's routinely, um, people that I've interviewed that are really successful and have that um, healthy glow. They seem to always drink water in the morning and they always have take time for themselves. It really does seem like that. Now, um, one quick question, and this is just a side note. Uh, Several people have said that they fast, um, they work out fasted Mm -hmm. or work out without eating. Just real quick, your thoughts on that. I know that wasn't...
1: No, no, that's great. I, I'm a huge advocate of fasting. I used to do intermittent fasting a lot myself. I did very well fasting, um, on an empty stomach and working out a lot of my, I use that, um, strategy with a lot of my clients. Okay. Um, I'm currently not doing it myself right now at the moment, but I do think it does work for people. It's just, Everybody, it's always that it depends.
0: Everybody's different. Some people get a little nauseous on an empty stomach. Yeah. See, for me, um, I wake up have to eat breakfast, and but I was like, okay, maybe I should be fasting until my workout. But I don't know. For me, it just I want to eat as soon as I get up. uh You know. So that was just a, a question. So it really is dependent on. It depends. Mm-hmm. Okay. Good. That that helps me a lot because I yes. I <laughs> All right, so do you have do you how many hours a night do you sleep, and do you think that's critical to your health? <laughs> so I'll enter the second part first. And okay. Yeah,
1: I think sleep is very critical to our health, to our longevity um, in you know how we age and how we feel and um, disease prevention and um, body composition. I mean, I can go on and on and oh, just wow, um, okay. our mood and you know, for anxiety depression, everything like if we don't sleep enough like it is crucial to our health you know maybe not in the short term but in the long in the long term yes right. how many hours i sleep a night unfortunately i've always had trouble sleeping so it's kind of right. funny like people kind of like look at me like really you do all the things right and you still have trouble sleeping so i've battled insomnia on and off since i was a child and i've had many years of f- great sleep but I would say for me right now, I'm between four and six, that is not ideal, okay. but I've definitely have, I do the best that I can in trying to manage that in staying hydrated and doing all the nighttime routine and just doing whatever I can to help ensure that I get the best sleep, even though it's, it is not the best sleep, if it's that not makes ideal. sense. ideal. you oh I'm I'm working with a functional medicine doctor like we're I'm definitely on top of it and take it very seriously but I know for me personally I'm never gonna be I don't need to sleep eight or ten hours. I'm not that person. I can function well um, on six but I would like to get six
0: to eight probably more consistently than I do. Interesting. I'm pretty much an eight hour girl. (laughs) I I I really kind of need eight hours. I'm jealous six yeah if I get six I sort of have to make up for it. Uh, but I, you know, it's, it's interesting cause I have found people that are like, no, a six, I'm, I'm good. In fact, I don't even know that I need six. So I guess that is another thing that varies, but I have found that a lot of people are liking the eight hours. So, mm-hmm. okay, good. All right. So in your mission statement, you say that you believe that fitness and nutrition coaching is a total mind and body experience. Now, I feel that that is one reason why you're so successful at what you do. Can you expand on that? Like what that means for you and your clients?
1: Well, I can think back to when I first started uh, my business over 13 years ago that I knew that working with clients that I wanted to be more than just the trainer that went into the gym and kick their ass. I hope I can say that on the podcast. (laughs) Okay. And, you know, kick someone's
0: ass,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I could say worse than that. Okay. Yeah. Um, And then just, you know, give them a hard workout and then send them home and tell them what to eat. I always knew that there was, especially with women, I used to work with men too, but I'd say since 2015, I've exclusively worked with women because I felt like that's just something I really wanted to dive into. And I had a really strong connection with, yeah. um, You're sweet, that they, yes, exactly. It's, it, what it's, I'm so passionate about it. Um, there's so much that affects women, especially all the things outside of their life that affects the way that they eat and exercise or right. the way that they don't eat and exercise. And I felt like that all really needed to be addressed to help optimize the whole, the workout and the nutrition piece of it. Yeah. So it has to be a total experience. And really, um, I get very personal and very deep with my clients. I want to know about their lifestyle, their relationships, their stress levels, their hormones, their everything, Right. what's going on in their personal okay. life, everything. So That's I can. So
0: good. And I, I worked with you and if we were closer, I would work with you. I and, know. I wish you were. I know. I know. But, um, you know, I, I noticed when we were working together and, and I'm <laughs> surprised I want to work with you again, like online. And I know we're, we're going to have to talk about that later. Okay. But anyway. So I felt like I was getting an, a whole, a whole mindset body experience with you and it worked. It worked because I have kept off that weight and I know kind of, you know, where to go to if I need to, to do that. So, mm-hmm. all right. So very good. I like that a lot. Um, now the statement that you can't out train a bad diet, right? So I, Oh, I believe that it resonates with me and I have found it to be so true, especially the older I get mm-hmm. like every five years or so. I feel like I have to adjust my diet. Um, you seem to have nutrition down to a complete science and it, that science is pretty clear, but could you speak to the idea of macronutrients and how you arrange nutrition plans for your clients? Cause I know that is one of your big things you do. Okay. Yeah, so I use a lot of different strategies
1: with clients. Uh, macronutrients is a big one. I've actually in the recent most recent couple of years, I've kind of gotten away from that, so I'd say more loosely macro tracking, but I will say that is important. I feel like for every client to have some understanding of what they're taking in, what they're eating and what their food consists of and the quality of their food. Well, you know, a quick how much
0: of not, of micro of a macro like Can you say, explain that? um, Yeah. So a macronutrient is based.
1: so, you know, we have calories, right. And calories are made up of, you know, fats, carbs, or proteins. And so that's how I have my clients, not all of my clients, but many of them start to look at the composition of their food and what they're taking in. Um, Looking at food labels and, and tracking how much protein they're taking in and how many carbohydrates they're taking in. So that's, that's macronutrient tracking. I mean, you can take guess, it in a very think. simple, um, like eyeball portion control approach, or you could track on an app like my fitness pal, like you can get really in depth with it. it. It is a little bit more an advanced, I think, strategy for people. So I use it to very client dependent, but I do think it is helpful to know, to have that okay. foundation because you, once you have it, you have it forever.
0: Right. Right. Okay. So did I, I kind of kind of got you off off track there because okay. we were talking about how you arrange nutrition plans for your clients. But, and I was wanting to kind of go on the macro because I have a couple people that have, you know, when I've talked to them about that, that my interview with you, um, they, I said, yeah, she, you know, she worked with me for macro. They're like, what is that? Like, it's so confusing, but the way you broke it down is makes it seem not so confusing. It's basically how many fats, how many carbs, and how many proteins you're eating. Right. The- you need for your goals, um, your body type, how much you're training, all
1: that. So I I take a very deep, um, deep dive into my clients past dieting history, their food preferences, um, you know, things that work well for them, what they, what didn't work well for them, their lifestyle, their food preferences and design a plan around that. Though I definitely do take more of an intuitive. I know intuitive eating is kind of a buzzword right now yeah it is I definitely lean more towards an intuitive approach with kind of macros built into that is okay. is what I'm leaning towards right now with clients
0: that's so good I, mm-hmm. I, I know i'm we're gonna get everybody in touch with you, however, what they can get in touch with you because I can tell that it's so important for all of this to be part of a plan and if you track your eating and you plan your eating i I you know it's would you say? 80%? As a result? Yes. Yeah, I hate that. Like, I wish it was 80% working out, 20%. I know. (laughs)
1: That's because we love to work out. (laughs) I know. I
0: love working out, and I'm just like, I work out so hard. I should eat what I want. But that isn't the case. So we're going to just, you know, I'm going to stop even talking about that because it's just. Yes, it
1: is. It is nutrition for sure unfortunately
0: okay all right good well that's a very good point to make it's mostly nutrition because a lot of people don't want to hear that so including me all right <laughs> you're a big food journal advocate now you turned me into a believer on that so I mean it, I didn't want to do it and you were like I, I really can't help you if you right. I what you eat so many just don't want to do it any ideas or tips on making that work for people because it's it's so effective
1: yeah, it's such a huge mindfulness tool. And I think people avoid it because it brings a lot of um attention uh-huh. to their oh eating gosh. habits.
0: So true. They don't want to be aware of it. It you're right. That's why we're so against it. Like I don't wanna know that right. the block of chocolate that I just ate was or the three squares of cheese was like a third of my fat and <laughs> you know, a eighth of my ca- my calories for the day or something, you know. Yeah, I mean,
1: it, it, you, have to, it, you have to be honest with yourself at that point. I think people, okay. you know, I think a lot of people, are they want to do it. They want the results, but then they're sometimes not willing to look deeper into that. But so true. back to the food journaling. Yes, I think it is important. Again, I, I do ask clients, especially when I first start working with them to, you know, and I want to keep it super simple. I don't want anything to stress out my clients. And most of my clients are busy working women. Yes um, or just busy women in general, and they don't need another thing on their plate. So I want to make it as simple as possible. So it could be writing it on a piece of paper, putting it in their phone notes, tracking on my fitness pal, at least give me an eyeball view of kind of how they're eating. Then I can create their plan. And really, again, I go very, it's very personality dependent on whether I ask them to continue to track or not. And I never, ever want any of my clients. They never do it long-term. It's very short-term. Yeah, and they really I don't, don't need to do it long-term.
0: No, you don't. Once, once and I, I've, it's been so many years since we've worked together that I kind of, I, I just feel like I need to get back into it with you and just mm-hmm. sort of, uh, but, but after a few, I don't remember if it was a couple months or maybe even a month, it was like, I knew what I needed to eat and I knew how much I needed to not eat at dinner because of what I ate at lunch, you know? So right. you kind of get that. Um, so that is, that is why food journaling is so good. So, okay. Wonderful. Um, all right. So now I love the success stories that you have on your website and I see Thank that like, you will post things where I'm like, Oh, that's so inspiring. Is there a common trait or mindset of the women that succeed and kind of stick with your plan as opposed to those that just don't kind of succeed? There is. Okay. I, oh, um, I'm so
1: glad I asked there, that question. <laughs> so
0: it's a good question.
1: Let's hear um, it. Thanks, thanks for asking that one. Um, <laughs> I think they have to, first of all, have um, an open mind. Anyone that comes to me with, you know, well, is this going to work? Well, that won't work. It, it, if they come to me with a negative mindset, I almost, I really tell them that we can't work together because it's yeah. not going to work. Yeah. Um, they're, they're open to coaching. So I say that they're coachable. They trust me. So they're open and willing to have, you know, be honest with me, have a relationship with me. Um, share with me and I'm very open and honest with them and they're open to my advice and suggestions. Um, My, it's never my way or the highway. I want my clients to have feedback and I want their input um, based on what I'm sharing with them to help them. So that's, that's where the relationship part comes in. So they have to be coachable. They have to be open-minded. They have to trust me. Um, Right. And I think they just have to have an open mind to trying new things. They've all, every single one of them has done the dieting, the all are. All or nothing diet, and they've done you know the the Atkins, the keto, the whatever, and they're tired of doing. That's kind of hard on to- your body, isn't it?
0: All it about- is yeah. dieting.
1: Yes, it does. It could you know affect your metabolism over time. So okay, so be open minded. Mind. Yeah,
0: yeah. That's that is so true. I mean, you because it's not the one thing with uh, food journaling and Mm -hmm. getting in there and, um, really being honest with you too, because you can't like, if, if I'm eating the chocolate bar and not putting it down and you're like, man, this should be working. (laughs) It's not though. And Mm -hmm. and so they have to be able to trust you, but you also have to be able to trust them. Right. So, um, okay, good. I love that. And, ah, so good. Open-minded. All right, so do you have a favorite health or fitness or nutrition book that you would recommend like all of us to read? Yes, and well, I have two. Okay.
1: neither one of your- them are health and fitness related, but they, okay. rev- but they relate so much to health and fitness. Um, the first one is The Confidence Code. I cannot remember the name of the author. Um, It's an amazing book for women who struggle with confidence. And it talks about why women hold themselves back from doing the things that they want to do and having a voice and being proud of their accomplishments. You know, why do we try to hold back? So that is huge. I recommend that to all clients. Okay. And Atomic Habits was my favorite book of 2019. James Clear. Did you read that one, Heidi? I haven't. And you, you know what? You would
0: love that. You're the third person. So I always have this rule that if I hear it three times, it's meant for me to get on it like right now. So that book will be, I will order that as soon as we finish this interview. So Atomic Habits by James Clear. It's so good. And it really, oh you know, every anything fitness, and if you're going to work out, if you're going to
1: try to lose weight, gain muscle, change your body, change your health, change your life, like you have to take action. You have to do these really small, boring ha- It's really, it's, I'm being totally transparent here. Small, boring habits every single day. It's not glamorous and it's not no. sexy. Nope. And the right in the beginning of the, book, the result is exactly, it's not glamorous, <laughs> but it, it's, you put in the work and you get the results, but he talks about in the very beginning. He says, most people quit right before they're going to get results because they're trying, they're doing all the things and they don't see it and they want it so fast, but it takes a long time to get there. And that, you know, that's something I've always, you know, talk
0: about and that just really resonate with me. So it's, it's an awesome book. Wow. Okay. So you absolutely did not disappoint on this because you're, that is all about mindset. It's not about going and eating vegetarian or eating, you know, how to, how to eat, uh, you know, or how to food food journal. It's your mindset. And that is, what I love about you. Okay. All right, good. So then now number nine, the question that I'm going to ask you here is how about a favorite podcast? And a lot of people are always like, of course, the wildly successful lifestyle podcast. So you don't have to say that other than mine. What is a, do you have a favorite podcast or do you listen to, um, or is that something that you, that you do? I I have a lot, probably too many. (laughs) (laughs) Join the club. Me too. uh,
1: Too many. So, um, one of my favorites is pain free and strong radio. Um, Dr. Tina Moore is the host and she's just, she's a naturopathic doctor and she's a big fan of strength training for women and natural health. And she tells it like it is. And I just, I love her.
0: Okay. So that give me the name of that again, pain, 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 free and strong radio pain-free and strong radio. That's definitely one I'm going to put on my, my list and I, I will put all this in the show notes. So everybody will be able to get this. Okay. Um, okay. Finally, if you could give one piece of advice for training, okay. And one piece of advice for nutrition, just one, that's all you could give someone. And what would that be? Like, what do you have? Could you do that? Of course you can. Of course I can, and I know. And it's the
1: same answer for both. Stop trying to be so perfect.
0: Okay, all right. Daggum it. <laughs> you know what? Stop that trying to be so perfect. perfect. All right, I'm writing that down because it's very true, and I, I I'm at fault. I do that. I'm like, oh well, you know, my body fat isn't exactly this, or ah, my diet was kind of off today, you know. So mm-hmm. you stop trying to be so perfect, and you just let go. Most of the time, things just always sort of pan out. It falls into yeah. place. Why, it really does. Uh, I did not. I, I there's something that you do that I forgot to really mention about this is is you have a tendency, and I don't know if you're still doing this or not, but you don't have to make your clients do a lot of cardio. Um, you you're a big strength training without cardio I mean if you want to do cardio fine but you don't right think you have to and I I think my, a lot of the listeners will be excited about that <laughs> I personally love cardio so it's not something but tell me quickly about that because I know that I'm I'm keeping you longer than I should
1: no so. you're fine um we're good um I don't think cardio is bad at all. I think cardio is very important to our health. And I think everybody needs a different dose. And some people use it for a little stress relief. You know, if you're in a fat loss phase and need to do some cardio, great. But to use it as it's the only way to get in shape, I don't think that is the optimal way. Um, I find when I see women strength train, First of all, they're so surprised at how strong they are and how capable, capable they are. They become so much more confident. Yeah. I mean, I see a change in their demeanor. Um, they see changes in their body, especially women that I've worked with in the last couple of years that are very new to strength training. Within six months to a year, they're just really amazed at how much their body changed with very little cardio because that's what they've been told all these years, yeah. is to run a lot. Right. And so, right and, yeah, and they like it. like it. I mean, it's less jarring on their body. They, they feel stronger. They see the, the muscle definition that they want to see. Yeah. And they feel stronger and, it lasts and confident. Longer. And
0: it lasts. Longer. Yes. Like you're building, yes. you know, because muscle, if you make, as we get older, it's so. Oh important. my God. I know. It is know. so important. If,
1: you know, people talk about boosting their metabolism. If you want to boost your metabolism, you have to lift weights on a regular
0: basis. Okay. That's, that's, that's what I wanted to hear because I know that. And I, um, you know, since the gyms have been closed, I've been running a lot. Uh, and so I want, I love to push weight and I don't know if you remember that, but I really love Yes. To push so anyway, all right, good. Those, this has been phenomenal. I think So much of this is what everybody wants to, maybe they don't want to hear that, but it's (laughs) what they need to hear, including, so how would somebody be able to work with you? I know that you do personal training, but you also do online training and Mm -hmm. nutritional training online, which is sort of, I did that with you, which was very effective and people will be shocked at how much they can accomplish with you online. So how do they get up and how do they work with you? So I work, um, I live in Lakeland,
1: um, Lakeland, Tennessee, and I work with one-on-one private coaching clients in my home gym, and the rest of the time I do online coaching, which means I can work with anyone anywhere in the world. Um, my, I do fitness and nutrition coaching, and I specialize in women who are looking to transform their their mind, their body, and their their food journey, basically. I think every woman... <laughs> not, yes. maybe not,
0: but I think, but most-
1: yeah, like yeah. most of my on- online clients, they are, they're busy working women. They have children, they have families and you know, they want that. They want to work with the coach, but they can't get to a gym. It's more time efficient. They get the whole, you know, they get their. Yeah. Whole I plan, love and I Yeah, because I mean, you got to do both.
0: I did do both. And and, and again, I would be working with you if you uh, would make the drive out to Germantown. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I could make the drive out there too easily. But anyway, but not easily. Yeah. It's, it's an hour either way. And that, that's a big commitment. And we just need yeah, to... Yeah, no, I guess you that's why... I wanted to do online coaching
1: because I can help so many more women and I could work with people anywhere who can't get to the gym, who can't get to me. And they have their whole nutrition program, their whole training program maps out to me. We do coaching calls. We text weekly or multiple times a week. Like I am in constant contact with my clients And they get great success because they know they have that support and that accountability
0: from me, but they do it on their own time. I can attest to that. So, I mean, I, I am a walking, you know, advertisement for you on that because I know it works with you. So, all right. That is all wonderful. And I think that we have gotten the questions you've given beautiful answers that exactly what I knew you would do. And, um, I am so excited that you came and joined us today. And this was kind of my first interview. So um, thank you. I'm so excited. Thank (laughs) you so much for having me, Heidi. Thank you. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends because we're just going to keep going bigger and better places together. And I love that about us. Talk to you in a few days.